Saka please. Hello and welcome to Indicast episode number 74. This is your host Aditya and along with me Abhishek on the other side. Hello everyone. You know if had you called me about half an hour before, abhi it's about 11:15 in the night here in here in Mumbai, right? Aadhe ghante pehle bula tha there there is big loudspeaker blaring outside my balcony. and oh, yes. two hours flat uh, because it's navratri navratri yeah we went through two major uh, festivals already we had ganpati while we were off then we also did eid and now it's navratri season you know what there are heavy showers happening in panvel where i am at and people are doing rain dandi or something like that so the music is on i'm not kidding i'm not kidding people are all dressed up in in their own you know traditional outfits uh-huh. it's raining people are just having good times i mean the financial industry is bad the last time we were together the stock market was at 18 19000 sensex was somewhere around there a lot of people had jobs and now the sensex is at 12000 almost yes lowest ever in in the longest time since people can remember so it's, it's a pretty bad time right now in in the us especially yeah blame it on the wall street you know there's a there's a running joke bolte wall street ke bare mein where we all know all the investment bankers are out of job there but then it's yeah. only because of their own uh, wrong doings it is said that wall street is a street with a river at one end and a graveyard at the other this yeah. is this is striking but incomplete it omits the kindergarten in the middle <laughs> <laughs> because the investment bankers the decisions that they have taken in the past 4 years i mean actually 2 2 to 1/2 years by lending to the subprime guys i mean those who could not afford they lent to them and then suddenly everything came crashing down and today i think dow jones fell by 1000 and that's why we are here at 1120 to cover this yeah the last podcast that you did the last designation along with ritika mm-hmm. i think you used the term called ninja loans yes which was pretty funny actually you know i mean no income no jobs and asset loans so anybody who wants more information about the collapse and all these things you have covered it in designation right yep but what i want to talk about in indicast is is just so funny right now for me that the, the world's biggest capitalist economy is suddenly turning socialist So what i mean by that is that government is basically buying private businesses in order to save their you know assets there so yeah but you know i mean uh, socialism i don't know but we all know i mean whether america is turning into a socialist uh, not economy but a capitalist economy with a socialist attitude aha uh-huh. जो कुछ होगा वो प्रॉफिट तुम्हारा वो लॉस होगा वो तुम्हारा हाँ लेकिन अभी क्या हो रहा है यू आर सेंग दैट लॉस हो गया है एंड गवर्नमेंट इज कमिंग इन टू बेल ए आई जी एंड देर आर सो मेनी इन्वेस्टमेंट बैंक आउट राइट सात सौ बिलियन का तो देव गिवन आउट कम्प्लीट बेल आउट प्लान एंड एंड इट्स इट्स नॉट जस्ट यूएस दैट इज फेसिंग दिस वी आर नाउ सींग दैट इवन यूरोप इज कम्प्लीटली रॉट इन यू नो यूट गिव यू एनालॉजी मेटर राधर लाइक ट्रेडिशनल कैपिटलिज्म यू कैन लाइक एन इट विद से यू हैव टू काउस Huh. You sell one. <laughs> This is going to be fun. No, no, no. Hear me out. You have two cows. You sell one and buy a bull. Then your herd grows and uh. your economy grows. Your herd multiplies and you sell them and you retire on the income that you get. But uh. American capitalism is: you have two cows. You sell one and force the other to produce milk of four cows. <laughs> you are surprised when the cow drops dead. 
that's what happened in the US right now actually see the basic i think it is a consumption pattern when i was in the US this is what i noticed people just have a weird habit of spending money that they don't really have aha they have you know, 10 credit cards per american household is what i had read in the business week a couple of it, months ago 10 exactly. credit cards the other day our very good friend i won't name him but he we forced him to literally cut his credit cards because he was overdue on on two yeah. of his cards that is what happens you know actually i was also very surprised because i was i was watching this expert talk on cnn mm-hmm. saying that this bailout is necessary so that middle class people can go out and buy milk and pay their grocery bills i'm like how screwed up do you have to be to not afford milk and groceries one of the reasons why he would have said it is you know because of all that is happening around you imagine yourself in india samaj something other happens in india your parents will advise you to hold money as much as possible if you are going to a cafe coffee day which is the equivalent of a starbucks in the us and spend 50 rupees for a cup of coffee you would think twice before doing that so it's right. not because you are well suddenly poor but you risk or you you're threatened that tomorrow anything could ha- go wrong that's why you cut down on your basic necessities like well milk and coffee and all these things because you can do without them maybe in the short run right i mean that's why the government and the fed is coming to bail these banks out because the common people will be affected otherwise but then my question again to you is they are bailing it out because it is financial industry and because americans have this habit of living off on credit Mm-hmm. would they have done the same thing if it was the automobile industry if it was the mining industry or you know technology ka dot com crash right. would the government come out and you know give mm-hmm. them money as well no you know that's would, interesting because the, the the difference between a tech company for example and abhi yahan pe jo ho raha hai is that say let's assume you you get your new iphone or your ipod there is a product that you can feel and touch and go and buy in the market if you don't like it and if something is wrong with the ipod apple will simply take it back from you and maybe give you a replacement but in case of your financial markets you're dealing with papers i mean if aditya goes to get a loan and he's not credit worthy he gets a loan and in return he'll only be given a piece of paper and kalko if he defaults that piece of paper is worth nothing so inherently tangible value could hey nahi there are only pieces of papers that are floating around and they are worth trillions of dollars a year ago and now nothing so no, but i think see, i think we can go on and on about this but i think the main reason for the bailout is so that people still have their jobs right so mm-hmm. that they can earn money so they can get salaries they can feed their families try so, talking to a few of your friends if there are any in lehman brothers they'll not agree with you because they've had to leave the jobs there i know i read this report by i think it was on the economist which said that about 2 lakh 50000 jobs are going to be you know lost worldwide because mm-hmm. of this whole thing you know jp morgan actually had a day scheduled for uh, interviewing all those who are being laid off from lehman brothers that is awesome if you are starting a company right now a financial advisory company or what have you whatever mm-hmm. this is the best time to recruit some of the best minds i feel you bet there was this one sad thing that was happening in the us india and us had something to be happy about the the end deal the 1 2 3 agreement finally got signed yes india and america after years of deliberating and pontificating and thinking and all of that they have finally signed there is so much in it for india right for example contrary to popular opinion or what the left is saying india will be able to add about 25000 megawatts of nuclear power capacity by importing all those nuclear reactors and fuel Right. from the us by 2020 we'll be able to 
light up enough of India without uh, spending as much. But then my question is, it, what is there in it for the US in this Actually, deal? Actually, I would put it, US is fine, but I would put it, why is George Bush showing eager to get this done? His term is ending in about a month. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. actually very surprised as to why he was doing this, you know, why he was all for it. But then, I don't know if I mentioned this to you on podcast. I read this book called Confessions of an Economic Hitman. It's all about how this guy was a part of a consulting company that sold all these new ideas to developing countries, you know. And the, the main reason was to sell these ideas so that American companies help develop these projects in that particular country. Oh. You, you get what I'm saying? There'll be a lot of civilian uh, nuclear power generation technology will be required here and all those things. Mm-hmm. And who has this technology? It is companies like General Electric, uh, you know, Toshiba ka ek uh, sister concern hai, Westinghouse Electric. Mm-hmm. They have all the technology required for this. And all these projects are worth billions to American economy or these companies itself. I know how badly India needs electricity because because you because live in Panvel. I yes, I live in Panvel. Where the load shedding is what about five, six, seven hours a day or what? Yeah, that's on a good day. You know, yeah, that's okay. on a good day. We have power shedding of I think minimum four hours now. One of my friend lives in an area where there is power cut for entire one and a half day, forty six hours. Hmm. Used to be a forty hours. Used to be light nahi so that is what we are living in right now. So I know how important this thing is. Right. But somewhere after reading all these sort of other books, you get a bit suspicious, you know. And then, then I read a very funny thing. Zardari, the new president of Pakistan, was quoted saying, India has the nuclear deal, now even Pakistan should get a nuclear deal. Because, you know, it's, it's only fair, right? Yeah, yeah, of course, they are playing, 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 playing with toys here. I mean, India will get toys here. Exactly. And US is like, no, dude. <laughs> you, you are not getting it. But did you know Pakistan just shot down an American helicopter in Pakistan? Kya baat kar? I thought uh, Pakistan and US were uh, allies. Yeah, they were like buddies and all. But kya ho gaya? They, they suddenly started firing at them and all those things. So uh-huh. right now US is not really you know happy. They are there. Yeah, US has actually termed a few of the countries which they are going against as rogue states or or axis uh-huh. of evil. I suppose they have coined a uh-huh. jargon. And uh, Pakistan is not among them, but I think soon If this keeps on going on, it, I'm pretty sure it will definitely be there. Yes. But you know, the best country who gets away with almost everything is Iran. Iran, ka jo hai, his name is uh, Ahmed Nijad. Uh, he I will continue research in plutonium and uh, uranium. It's like, what is happening, Exactly, no, really. It's that, it's just that sort of an attitude that is probably required sometimes. Yes. Yep. I think about a year back, we had done a very detailed podcast where we spoke a lot about the NPT, which is Nuclear Non-Proliferation Treaty. Uh, I, I'll post a link to it in this episode's notes. So just go to theindicast.com and you'll find all the podcasts there. Now let's move on to another business stories. We're talking a lot about business. Huh? Mm. So uh, this time it is a Desi company having problem with apna own uh, Bengali babus in Bengal. Tata says, we are out of fear and they walk out of Singur. Yes, the, the one lakh nano car, which I think no other company in the world has ever come close to making an economical car. 
which can yep. sell for what less than thousand dollars. One lakh is two thousand dollars. Two thousand dollars, yeah. Yeah, two thousand dollars. He's threatened to move out, Tata, and I, I, I think he's I, moved out, hasn't he? Yeah, he's he's already moved out. All the uh, they are they are already considering three alternative sites. One in Gujarat, the other one in Karnataka, and I think Andhra Pradesh. Maharashtra is also somewhere out there, you know, trying to get them in. Now, one of the main reasons that Tata went to Bengal was because the state itself was offering a lot of perks to Tata, you know. Because, Sochna, to manufacture a car which is less than 1 lakh rupees, mm-hmm. including service tax, requires a lot of tax rebate, oh. which Bengal government was willing to give them. Now, they have to find all the similar business terms which will be available in different states. So... That is what they are actually looking out. Which state can give them the best deal? What do you think? Okay. Should he have actually gone to West Bengal in the first place, knowing what the conditions there are? Because I remember Honda had faced similar problems. I had bought my Unicorn back then, three years ago, where production of Honda's vehicles was stopped because something had gone wrong with the Labour Party there. And uh, I mean, we are talking about doing business in a place where things can get out of hand because of small reasons. See, if you're asking me, should uh, was mm-hmm. it a good idea for Tata to get into Bengal? I would say it was a 50-50 thing, you know. The ruling government, who has been in power forever in Bengal, had given them a VVIP treatment. From a business decision, yes, it made sense. But they had no idea as to these opposition people coming on so strongly and causing physical manpower damage mm-hmm. to such a project. You know, just imagine how many ancillary industries would have been born because of this nano project being in Bengal. Yes. Sochna, I mean, I'm going like small stuff, right? Really small stuff. because. If Nano Project comes there, there will be a, a five-star hotel or a couple of hotels coming there. Business travel will increase. So all these things provide a, such a lot of employment opportunity, yeah, which these guys just lost upon, I think. Yes, and Mamta uh, Banerjee comes in the way again. Yeah, and I like the way Tata, Ratan Tata, Mr. Ratan Tata said it. It was, it's not the ruling party that is causing the trouble. He specifically named Mamta Banerjee, who is causing yes. all the problems. You know, there is just so much of money at stake here, not just with Tata. There are so many other projects. JSW, Bengal Steel, Karke company, they are the state's biggest investor. They are putting in 35,000 crores. Hmm. Yeah, there are so many other MOUs that have been signed with the state government hmm. by different companies. Okay, And the valuation of all these projects is more than 40,000 crores. GLF itself has a mega township planned in a place called Dankuni, if I'm pronouncing that right, which is worth 33,000 crores. Hmm. So, soch itna paisa lagela hai isme. And in fact, you know what? The part of the deal was that Tata will get cheap loans from the state government. So, the state government has already disbursed the first part of loans to Tata Motors worth 200 crores, which is offered at an interest of 1% per year. Abhi soch, ye 200 crores to chala gaya hai. Now, agar tu bank rate, simply bank interest bhi leta hai, 12 takki ka, it is coming to about 25 crores ka loss per year to the government of Bengal. Man, Mamta Banerjee should have a really strong reason to put all these uh, plans at halt. Exactly. And incidentally, you know, all the land that Tata now has, hmm? which is about 645 acres, now we have no idea as to what is going to happen. Is Tata going to just return the land? Because I believe Tata owns the land. So probably, will they sell it again? So, I don't know. I don't know. That's what the news channels do. What he batayega. Yes. Well, there was a lot of heavy topics, man. 
let's move on to something something very very light and something you, that you can blow you are on a roll <laughs> i am on a roll i have I have, have, absolutely i have never seen you rattle statistics like you did today har kutte ke din hote so let's let's just quickly move on to something light here yeah. smoking ban has come into effect in the whole of india you know indian government does nothing in moderation <laughs> you have the next day's newspaper saying public places if you smoke you will be fined and yes. the big confusion is how do you define public places in <laughs> india that's the biggest confusion that all my friends are going through those who smoke and i'm the biggest passive smoker around by the way so mere ko bhi i also get uh, to listen to their talks tell me is it now let me ask you a question if you let's assume you smoke other day and if you're doing that in your house is it a public place and will you be fined it's not a public place right. it's my place well, Yeah. but but if you have a maid servant at that time while you are smoking then it is a workplace for that maid servant and therefore she can go right. and complain and extract those 200 rupees from you and that's the fine 200 rupees if you are caught smoking in public places yeah the union health ministry has issued a notification for the ban under the cigarettes and other tobacco products act of 2003 and now uh, ramadas who is the health minister is asking all the states to you know start implementing this and there are states like bihar and maharashtra who are like what the hell man i mean there is no way you can actually implement this thing right yes i think this hmm. might not fly but having said that jharkhand delhi and chatisgarh have already started and implementing this ban in the states delhi delhi as well oh लेकिन वहाँ कोई जुगाड़ कर लेंगे बंदे लोग प्रॉब्लम हो रहा है होटल्स रेस्टोरेंट्स ये अपना Rama works in Four Seasons. He was telling me that the Four Seasons is a Canadian-based five-star chain which has come up in India now. There they'll have a smoking enclave. Is that allowed? Nah, they'll just have a smoking enclave where no drinks will be served. There'll be no uh, food oh. that will be served. You have to smoke and come back to your hotel room or back to your seat. Another thing that I and this is very funny. I read this thing that smoking is also banned in hookah bars. Kya baat kar raha hai? Hookah bars no. If you can't smoke in a hookah bar, you know you're missing the point. <laughs> Visualize, imagine. Yeah, actually, right. So, anyways, is it really going to be implemented, or is this just one of those things? No, but you know, it it'll help in one way. Is that all those guys who would want to start smoking? It's just too much trouble. I mean, they'll they'll have to go through a lot just to get started. So I think it'll it might deter those people who could have bought a cigarette at any Panwala corner and start smoking right next to it. Because in India there are what 240 million tobacco users, and we mm. sell 100 billion sticks every year. Oh my God! But we want to beat China, where one out of three cigarettes in the world are consumed in China. So this ban will not help that. Yeah. हर चीज़ में आगे रहना है हमें. बिल्कुल. No, but but I think smoking is losing its its charm as well. I you know smoking is not a, not a cool factor anymore in college. What do you think? It wasn't cool during our college days too. I mean, what? Yeah, but we we were sort of poor, right? I mean, we, we were poor students, <laughs> so we didn't really have money to spend on cigarettes. But I saw other people smoking. I think yeah. So smoking as it is is going out of fashion, guys. Don't get into it. You no, yeah, yeah. It, it, so what? It, if it helps you lose weight, you know, one lung at a time, it's so what? Don't, don't, don't get into it. <laughs> if you are going to go for an arranged marriage, not cool. <laughs> it's never cool anyway, dude. Yeah. So, and no, I'm telling you, in arranged marriages specifically on Shadi.com etc., if a girl sees that you are smoking, I mean, your, you know, your, your stock value is a little lower. Ah. But anyways, we had a lot of festivals, as you said earlier, Lal Bahadur Raja, hmm. which is like the biggest Ganpati. Uh, what do you say, Pandal? Pandal, बोले तो 
पंडाल इज बेसिकली सार्वजनिक गणपति इट्स पब्लिकली सेलिब्रेटेड गणपति का इंस्टॉलेशन इट इज समिंग यू गेट द पॉइंट दुर्गा पूजा हाउ यू हैव अ पब्लिक देवी एंड ऑल दिस थिंग्स सेम थिंग सो इट वॉज अ सेवेंटी फिफ्थ ईयर एंड दे अर्नड आई मीन वेन दे से अर्नड दे बाय द वे ऑफ ऑल द डोनेशंस एंड ऑल द ऑफरिंग्स टू गणपति दे अर्नड अबाउट रुपीज सिक्स क्रोर्स इन टेन डेज सिक्स क्रोर्स and last year they earned about 3.5 crores that's so 1.2 like, million dollars yeah in 10 days that's a lot of money yes Ooh. and 15 lakh people came and visited the pandal basically ah uh, yeah that i got a very narrow opening i saw that while yes. passing that i mean it's what only four people can enter through that opening at a time you have to wait for about 24 hours to get a 5 second darshan of that ganpati and you know what it was actually very funny because you know how people stood in line for the iphone in the us <laughs> Yes. Similarly, people in India stood in line for about 24 hours to be the first ones to, you know, get darshan. iPhone, two ninety nine dollars darshan for five seconds price. Exactly. That is what it is. It is considered to be a very how do you say jagrut? What do you, what do you call it in Hindi? हाँ वही वही भावना को समझो. हाँ it's it's a very active. Devta, you know whatever you ask for, you get it sort of a thing. They also saw donations from NRIs increasing, and it's cool to know as to how they spend all this money that they earn. Hmm. First of all, you know they have a lot of money to spend on security. The whole setup itself takes a lot of money. Last year they spent about two crores for providing medical aid to the poor. Uh-huh. Then they conduct career guidance courses for you know people wanting to join the banking services, oh, IAS, cool. MPSC. Ah, उनको tuition classes वगैरह देते. Then they have study center also 24 hour study centers where students can come and whatever i don't know how many of them study actually there but yeah but even then you know which is the richest temple in um, in india ah tirupati i think yeah, yeah, yeah tirupati dumb question they earn about 1216 crores in a year oh, okay in a year they 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 make about 2 crore laddus and all those things it's very funny to read all the facts man 45000 people dying every day uh, in tirupati your hair dyeing industry would also be flourishing because the people oh, go yes. <laughs> they earn something like 240 crores simply by selling hair oh i was joking i mean are you serious they actually do earn money I'll, by selling hair yeah yeah i'll, I'll post the link to it so I, so that you guys know <laughs> that i'm not just pulling all these facts out of my behind uh-huh. moving on while we are talking about god let's talk about this nun from kerala has been selected by the vatican to be the first saint ever from india even before yeah. mother teresa but oh mother teresa wasn't she saint mother teresa no 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 she was just a mother oh. <laughs> okay i mean they didn't give her sainthood what are the qualifications to get that well there has to be a miracle that has to be attributed to you bap re so there has to be a documented proof that that person living or dead uh-huh. caused the miracle so in this particular sister alfonsa is a name uh-huh. of Of from she comes from a village that has a very long name, Baranangam Nangam, or something like that. From Kerala, uh-huh. on October 12th this year, she'll be getting sainthood, and the reason is that a family with a one-year-old boy who was disabled went to this particular nun's tomb, and the very next day he started walking. Oh. so that was a miracle that has been attributed to her and which has been recognized by pope 
himself and uh, is going to be given the same today as i said she passed away a long time back ah so, oh, i i didn't know that tombstone now yeah. i know oops i'm slow today <laughs> okay <laughs> get up i mean it's it's almost 12 so it's understandable <laughs> yeah. uh, but again you do I, i feel really bad about whatever is happening in orissa man i mean all the things that are going wrong with christians out there christians being burnt alive and all those things yeah and apparently actually, some some hindu leader is supposed to have been killed by a few alleged christians when they are saying that no they were actually maoists who had killed them with some 20 30 gunmen entered and killed a few hindus in the pretext of taking the revenge they are going on a rampage against all christians uh, in in orissa you know it, it's, it's sort of shameful yeah. and we say that we are a, i mean secular country which essentially means that you can choose your own religion and follow it but there have been so many bombs that have been going off in in delhi communal riots in fact in thane about 5 kilometers where i stay there was a small riot because hindus and muslims again they had some difference of opinion on how to celebrate navratri and eid on the same day because it fell on the same day oh. So oh because of that God. there was a mini riot of sorts for which the police had to come and uh, settle the issue. Yeah. They just need a reason to do something uh, to go crazy and all those things man. Yeah. But but yeah that's the reality and you got to live with it. But you know in in Christianity I read that uh, there is something called Indian Christianity wherein Christians in India a few parts of uh, in the coastal regions in Kerala they actually celebrate Hindu festivals like uh, Diwali to live with proper peace harmony as if they are part of the society. one of the reasons might be because in india most of them have converted from hinduism, hinduism to christianity etc right. so they tend to follow all their hindu traditions as well so i think that might be one of the reasons there and uh, that's about it for this particular episode if you have any other comments or any other uh, you know disagreements with whatever we said it's all abhishek's fault you can Absolutely. comment about and talk bad things about him on our website theindicast.com and um, oh by the way abhishek got a new car so we are looking for a bumper sticker for indicast oh yes and uh, you are getting yours very soon ha ek hafte mein dasra so we are looking for a bumper sticker that we can put on our cars which has one tagline and then theindicast.com you know written on it so it will be great if uh, you can just bounce off ideas please comment on our website www.theindicast.com that's about it bye bye, bye.